What's up, people? Good morning, good morning, March 8th, another week here. We're kicking it off. We're kicking it off. Friday, I told you that, you know, I needed to take some time and rest and receive and and pause. You know, I gave a, I gave a message, a word on resting and pausing, and man, oh man, did I do that. I had a game Saturday. I'm a soccer coach, those of you that know that, so Saturday was a little... I mean, it wasn't so crazy, but it was just, you know, out in the sun and stuff. But then Sunday, there was a game, but it was canceled, and it just worked out so wonderfully. And I was able to, yeah, take some active rest. Of course, I got up early. Of course, I smashed out my burpees. Of course, yeah. But I definitely found the time to unplug and just stop. I didn't post on social media. I do that every single day. I'm in my story and I try to post like three to four times a week something um, on my Instagram, encouraging, motivating something that's happening in my life or that's real or something I want to say. Uh, but yesterday I didn't post and I went online in the morning and then that was it. I never went back and it felt so good to disconnect a little bit from social media when you're at it every day. Um, so yeah, I, I recommend that. I recommend that. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about it. Uh, maybe I should do that once a week. Um, just have a day where you don't post, where you're not there, where you don't show up. And that's okay because that creates rhythm and balance to your life. Um, and it makes it that much better when you do go back because you're like, yeah, I'm refreshed. I'm ready. I have new insights. I mean, just think about it. Like most of your life, you didn't have social media if you're my age. Um, it's only a recent phenomenon, you know. And, and, and then coming to your smartphone, that's even more recent. Um, and when you think about it from a societal point of view, it's extremely recent. So uh, a lot of things haven't been gleaned yet from the way that it affects our mind and our body physically um so but i think regardless having a 24 hour or even a, a 12 hour period where you're not there could could be good for you or maybe you want to try it out so yeah just say all that because resting and pausing from the online world um, and from your daily routine uh, does does refresh you in the same way that sleeping refreshes you in the same way like I said that we weren't made to stay awake we were made to stop and close our eyes and turn off the lights and rest so new week though and there's no resting right now we are back in the freaking saddle I am energized I feel alive I want to bring you a word, uh, and today I want to tell you. I want to. I want to just bring you into sort of what's going on right now with my actual diet, but then have a message for you uh, through that. So, as I've said on on podcasts before, like I yeah wanted to transform my body, and that's what I did. I lost forty five pounds. Um, I coach people to do the same. I'm working with about thirteen people right now helping them build the best version of their self externally and internally uh, because sometimes when we change the outside of our our lives and our body physically something happens internally as well um so yeah I, i've shared that that happened to me and i and i try to give that to others um and there's something powerful about not eating um as much 
and not fasting, right? Because we're, we're eating and we're consuming, but eating so much less than what you're usually to, than what you're used to on this journey to lose fat or lose weight. Um, and that so when you feel this hunger, you're like, you want to eat and you want to give into your emotions. There's something about the stomach that connects with the brain, isn't there? There's something with feelings and emotions that ties into our feelings of hunger and what we have going on inside of us. You've heard of this word hangry. So when I'm hungry, I get angry and I treat people different when I'm hungry. And it's like this feeling in our stomach that controls our life. And so dieting is hard because people don't like feeling hungry. And so a lot of diets are promoted as like, never be hungry and lose weight. And it's like, yeah, tell me how you do that, buddy. Tell me how you do that. Tell me how you're going to go and lose 45 pounds and not feel hungry. Of course, you're going to feel hungry. Um, if you want to do it in like less than a year, <laughs> if you want to lose a pound a month, maybe, but that's not what most people are after. Um, so I've shared this, how hunger um, was a big part of my journey and how it was very hard for me to overcome that feeling of hunger. Um, and even as I stalled in my weight loss, I had to drop my carbohydrates so low so that I can hit my goal that it was just an unbearable feeling where I was not able to sleep and um, a lot of people wouldn't go there and I probably wouldn't take my trainees that far unless they really wanted to. Uh, but it was something that I wanted to do and I wanted to undergo and I wanted to get as lean as possible into that 7% body fat range. Um, so I knew I had to go down that hard road of hunger and low carbs and low energy and everything. And, and I made it and I did it and I hit my goal. Um, and now I'm in a place of reversing that. So what that means is adding back in the carbohydrates slowly so that we keep our low body fat, but then put on muscle back into the body and grow in size and in mass. And so we do that by keeping the body, uh, by keeping the body fat low, by increasing the carbs and keeping the actual fat consumption low and the protein moderately. The protein's always kind of been the same for me. But the bot the, the fat really dropped low. And the carbohydrates now are slowly rising up week after week. I, I add 10% to my carbs. So I started down when I had to go as low as I did to 75 grams. And every week since October 9th, I've been adding 10%. So you figure, I started, I, I just put it at 85 the next week. And then it was like 92, 98, 104. <laughs> and the hardest part of the whole thing was those first that first two months from October 9th to like beginning of December when you feel like you're giving yourself more carbohydrates but it's not that much and so you your body's like oh you're giving me more but then you have to like tell it no it's only this much more and then the next week it's like only this much more and it's it's even harder than when I was at 75 because it's like okay that's what I get every day but slowly giving yourself more and more and more. And look, it's March 8th, and now I'm at 627 grams of carbohydrates, more carbohydrates than I've ever eaten in my whole life. And I've gained from my lowest, I started at 175, like 23% body fat, and dropped 45 pounds. So I went down to 130 and like 7.9% body fat. 
And now I've put on about 24 pounds. So I'm at 154, but I've only gone up to 11% body fat. Because you can't gain that much weight without putting a little bit of fat on. You know what I mean? But it's mainly muscle. It's mainly size. So what, what, why do I share all this? Why? And I hope you, you learned a little bit from, the, from that um, as far as how uh, we'll call it bodybuilding, body sculpting goes. Um, even though I'm not a bodybuilder, I'm just trying to build a really awesome body. Um, but I share all of this and I give you that knowledge um, to say that now I'm in, in such a surplus of carbs um, that a, a surplus that I would have dreamed of eating, like dreamed of eating this much carbs. And now that I have it, man, like honestly, like the thoughts that are going through my mind are like, oh man, this is a lot of food. <laughs> and like, it's almost a challenge like dieting was. Like low carbs. Now this new challenge is like, okay, well, you can't eat all those carbs in like three sittings or five sittings. We got to break it up into eight sittings. So every two hours, I have to eat. So I start at 6 a.m., right? Get up early, 5 a.m., have my coffee, 6 a.m., 8 a.m., 10, 12, 2, 4, 6, 8. And you divide 627 by 8, and it's like it's like 70, I think it's like 77 around there. So 77 grams of carbs I got to consume every two hours on top of the protein and the fat. This is 3,500 calories. My lowest calories was 1,350. That's a surplus of about 2,200 calories that I got to consume. It was hard to diet, but man, it was so much easier. Like, yeah, I would finish my meal and be like, give me more. But now I have so much that it's like, gosh, how, how, do, I, how do I eat this much? It's part of the growth. It's a new struggle. So where am I, where am I going with this? Um, and, and, and I want you to see before I tell you where I'm going with this that how like something as simple as like food, there's truths in there that are about our lives. A lot of people look for knowledge like in these like high places, but knowledge, wisdom, I should say, is right in front of us. It's all around us. It's, it's in the common where, where we find like these sacred truth it's not anywhere like in high academic universities and this higher knowledge that we have to find the deeper truths are always the most common and the most simple it's the common and the simple right in front of us it's the mundane where there's infinite wisdom there um, because all of life is full of wisdom and all of life is spiritual uh, so where, where do i want to go with this point is like Wherever you are at, whether in a place of deficit, low, poverty, emptiness, brokenness, sorrow, tiredness, or whether you are in a place of surplus and wealth and richness and more than you can imagine, both of these ends of the spectrums are looking at each other. Both of these are opposite, but both contain the same struggle. 
And I know that's hard to understand. It's like, what? Like, both contain the same struggle. There's this, uh, there's this view that like those that weren't born into uh, richness and didn't weren't grandfathered into millions of dollars, and those that like, I don't know, were not given anything and had to make it their own. They they, they look at those that are like, well, look at so and so. He was just born, had a rich mom and dad, and was given everything and trust fund baby, and he had it all. Uh, and they look at them like they have like everything. And that it's so much easier to be you than me. And you don't understand the hard life of someone that's given everything. (laughs) And how they feel like they never had to work for anything. And how they feel like maybe they'd rather have nothing and have to earn it themselves and prove it themselves. You you see how these like opposite ends of the spectrum is like they think they're different. But they're really the same because no matter what season you're in or how much you have or how little you have, the struggles remain the same. Now, it's not the same struggle, right? I know I just said remains the same struggle, but remains a struggle. Remains a struggle. They each produce and they each contain their own difficulty and pain and sorrow and loss. They each contain the tough times and I, and I won't go as far to say they're, they're 100% the same, right? And Unless you've been on both sides, and I can say this for dieting, you, you don't understand. Right? There's people that are so hungry dieting, and they're like, if I could just have the food. And then here I am having to eat all these carbs, and I'm thinking like, if I could just go back to having such little food to eat. And when I was there, I was like, I wish I could eat. And now I'm here thinking like, damn, like, am I going to be able to make it? Like, I don't even think I can eat all this. (laughs) I would have never thought I could say that. So that's my message for you guys is like, wherever you find yourself, whether in plenty or in little, know that no matter where you go on the spectrum, struggles will remain. So maybe that's not so hopeful, um, but maybe it is. Wherever you go and however much you have, whether you make it to the top, you've heard that the top is lonely, (laughs) or whether you're all the way at the bottom and feel like you have this whole ladder to climb, and there's this, I gotta get there. Know that no matter where you go, there you are. No matter where you go, no matter how high you go, no matter how low you go, there you are. It's not about what you're consuming. It's not about what you have. It's about who you are. And every season of life, no matter how good you think it could be to be there, there will be the struggle. And so I hope that sets you free no matter where you're at on the spectrum. But I hope you're, you're, you're truly able to release the illusion that if I could just be there, then I'll be okay. Because it, each, each part of our life, each season of our life contains the struggle. To be human is to be in conflict. To be human is to be in struggle. Now, this doesn't mean that life is miserable. I'm talking about the struggle. And each of you know what I mean when I, talk, when I say that. 
Because if you're living in rosy land where you don't have pain, then you're not alive. So we all have it. So that's my message for you guys. And I and I know I know it's not completely like like a like you're amazing, motivating, uplifting, but it's a it's a it's a truth that it's a slow burner and it can really set you free. Um so yeah, whether it's a diet journey or whether it's actual money and finances or whether it's a career or whatever it is and you've been on both sides, you can attest to this truth and to this wisdom. Um so I want that for you guys. Uh, I'm wishing you a great week. I'm going to be with you every step of the way this week, man. Producing content, giving you messages. Freaking love you guys. Thanks for listening. Please rate, review, subscribe to the show. Um, Share with a friend. Let's fucking grow, man. Let's be the best version of ourselves. I'm here for you. I'm here to just gain truth, man. And that's what I want. I want to be inspired. I want to be motivated. I want to become. All right, my friends. Talk to you tomorrow.